He didn't want anyone to feel sorry for him, ever. His attitude in life was still exactly like mine. I can take care of myself, and I don't need anybody's pity. Is there anything I can do to help? Nah, if I need anything from you, I'll call you. All right, see you later. That was it, short and to the point. Like almost all our conversations. Of course, I didn't know it would be our final one. But, though a lot was left unsaid, I have no regrets. We understood each other completely. That was the foundation of our friendship. It's the foundation of all lasting friendships. Years ago, I came up with a saying that expresses it precisely. I don't know whether I heard it somewhere or made it up, but it became part of who I am. It's far more important to understand than to be understood. Before they last called the Red, my wife Marilyn and I had already arranged a trip to the East Coast in mid-October. After stopping in Orange County, California, so I could play in a celebrity golf tournament that raises money for the Susan G. Coleman Breast Cancer Foundation, we drove to Hyannisport, Massachusetts for the Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Golf Tournament. I knew Red's health wouldn't get any better, and my old Celtics teammate Frank Ramsey, who lived in Kentucky, had some health issues from the year before. So I thought it was time to see both of them again. When we arrived at Red's home in D.C., his housekeeper let us in. Red came out, we hugged, and he led us into his den, slowly, using a cane. He sat in his favorite big chair and set the cane on the floor. We started talking about life, where he was in his and where I was in mine. I said... You know, I think I finally found a partner. He knew that I met Marilyn because he'd met her at the Celtics games a few years back. But I hadn't shared much about our relationship. We never discussed our private affairs unless one of us had a good reason to ask. He said, that's great, Russell. I'm glad for you. He gave me a wink. I know you've been by yourself. I said, well, you know, that Donnie used to say about me, he bragged at the mention of her name. She had been his wife for 59 years before passing away six years ago. Donnie said a lot of things about you. Which one? When I met you both the first time at your reception party, she told you, I'm so glad you drafted him. What a nice young man. Oh, yeah, he snorted. You sure fooled her. It was red, usual Brooklyn Jewish needle. His way of expressing friendliness. We both used to needle each other all the time. I said she was my biggest fan. So? So, Red, that's how I feel about Marilyn. My big laugh rolled into his little one. It was good to see him cheered. Then we discussed a long drive to D.C. He said, you always did love driving, didn't you? What happened to that sports car you had? You still driving that thing like a maniac? He met my Lamborghini. He used to needle me like hell about the day when I was coaching Celtics. I drove into a snowstorm before a game. It's a very low-slung car with almost no underclearance. So I ended up in a snowbank. I didn't make it to the game to the last quarter, and Red had to come out of the stands to coach. Nope. I smiled proudly. We're driving a nice, slow minivan. It's come to that, huh? I knew that it still bothered him not driving anymore. 
Until he got sick, he always drove himself everywhere in a convertible with the license plate Celtics. I laughed, remembering the time he was scheduled to speak at a school and they sent a limousine for him. But he just found a limousine in his car. We ended up discussing basketball. He said, Jesus Christ, those goddamn players today, they don't know their asses from a hole in the ground. I blame the coaches. They call a timeout and it looks like a mob scene. All these assistant coaches talking to each other and then four or five seconds to the players. What the hell can you tell a player in five seconds? You ever see anything as dumb as that? You don't need any of these goddamn assistants. You end up coaching them instead of the players. He was back in his element. But I didn't want to get him drained, so I finally stood up to leave. Okay, Red, I said. We have to get going. When Marilyn and I reached the door, I told Red, matter-of-factly, I'll see you later.